Welcome to Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I am the founder and CEO of Mara Poling. Happy to be with you again this week to discuss a very timely topic relative to multifamily real estate investing, and that is prudence is wise. So now is a time to be thoughtful about our investment dollars, but to be prudent. And that is precisely why multifamily real estate deserves a place in everyone's investment portfolio. I have a story I want to share with you that took place earlier this week, actually last week now that you're hearing this. And I think it illustrates this point uh, very well. Before doing so, I want to encourage you, as I always do, to shoot me an email with any questions you have and to stop by marapolling.com to check out the Learning Center, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. And you can email me at pat at marapolling.com. And uh, the web team, by the way, showed me the final version of the website, which will be, I very, very much hope, up and running next week for you all. And, um, and we have an acquisition announcement we're going to be making uh, next week as well that uh, you'll all have an opportunity to uh, participate in, either uh, as uh, investors, if that's something that you're interested in, and uh, you'll be able to get all the materials uh, to understand the solicitation for that. Uh, or to simply participate in the sharing of information that will help you learn more about multifamily and how we do what we do. So those two things coming up next week. Make sure you give a listen. So prudence is wise. And I thought about some silly little joke about I don't know anybody named prudence, but it's really a wonderful word. Uh, now is absolutely a time for everyone to be prudent with their dollars. It's one of the reasons that we think multifamily belongs in everyone's investment portfolio. It really is a very resilient investment. And again, that's true. We sincerely believe if you work with Mara Poling and invest in uh, either our fund or one of our other investment opportunities. But we certainly believe that that's true if you invest with another sponsor or if you invest on your own and have built your own or are building your own portfolio of multifamily properties. The reason we're such strong advocates for multifamily is because it really is a priority amongst our customers, right? Our tenants. It provides shelter, food and shelter, right at the top of the list in terms of priorities when it comes to spending your dollars. And yes, everybody likes having the shiny new car or the new smartphone or what have you, but everybody wants a good roof over their head and uh, food in the fridge to feed their families. So those are priorities. That's always been the case. That's always going to be the case. And it's one of the reasons that multifamily is such a strong performer throughout the entire economic cycle. 
when you play the game the way we do with our conservative underwriting and stress tests and so on, you can really bump that up uh, to the place where you're really going to be in a very solid position as the world unfolds. And I would be the first to tell you that anyone, including us, that says a year ago they were developing plans for a global pandemic and an intentional shutdown of the U.S. economy uh, are pulling your leg. Uh, we didn't see this on the horizon. Uh, having said that, though, we certainly saw a downturn. Uh, hard to tell when it's going to come, but there's always a downturn on its way, and so you need to be prepared for that. But the story I want to share that really triggered this idea about talking about prudence when it comes to investing and how multifamily fits into that is of a uh, new member to uh, our fund. Uh, we have had a chat with these folks going on for a little while, and uh, they uh, decided finally that their family was going to join the fund, and we welcomed them and uh, did all their paperwork and all that good stuff. And then it came time to wire in their investment. And by the way, whatever size investment folks make with us, and you know we have modest investments, right? Our, our Class B fund membership is uh, $25,000 as a minimum to start with, all the way up to an investment that may have a number of zeros behind it. Um, all of those, we appreciate how significant that is, that someone is entrusting us to be stewards of their hard-earned portfolio dollars, and we take that responsibility seriously. And this couple clearly felt that. And just about the time they were getting ready to fund their investment, I got an email, <laughs> and it said, um, Pat, can you give us a call we just have a couple questions before we fund the investment. I said, great. So hopped on the phone, and we had a wonderful conversation. And the conversation began with, we were watching the news this morning. And you can kind of tell where that's going to go, right? There are so many things going on today in the country, uh, economically, Politically, socially, uh, there's really not a portion of what's going on in America that doesn't give you pause, at least. And that can be scary. Um, and how do you deal with that? Well, these folks were concerned that, gosh, is, is this the right time to be making an investment? Is multifamily the right place to have some dollars. I hear tenants may just stop paying rent. Uh, what if things get worse? Um, what happens if this goes on for months, a year, longer? And all of those are great questions. Um, the folks I was chatting with, after they expressed their concern, said, you know, we, we apologize for, for, for being nervous ninnies. And I said, oh, please don't. You absolutely have the right 
thought process going on. There's a lot happening right now out there. And it affects an, the investment world across the board, right? Whether you're in equities or uh, fixed income instruments, bonds, commodities, or in real estate in particular, in multifamily real estate. There's not a piece of the economy that isn't being touched by everything that is happening right now. And anyone who is contemplating, and this is for all of you out there, any of you that are contemplating making an investment, whether it's uh, buying another duplex to add to your own portfolio or making an investment with uh, a syndicator or working with us, or if you already work with us, adding to your account or electing reinvestment of your distributions, any of those decisions absolutely call for some prudence right now. Let's make sure that I understand what's going on before I make this final decision. And that was really the, the gist of the conversation that these folks wanted to have. And we had a great dialogue. We talked about a number of things. We talked about the resilience multifamily has in what I would describe as normal times, which includes recessions. When the economy is stressed and it's challenging for individuals, unemployment rises, wages stagnate, maybe even pull back for some families. And in those instances, we fully expect and are prepared for occupancy to fall, for delinquencies, uh, bad debt, tenants, uh, collections to drop, for rents to flatten. And the way you manage all of that is, one, to have a very solid asset that's purchased in solid markets and is performing to start with as opposed to being rehabbed. And those are all things that we believe everyone should be doing, and, and those are certainly the recipes that we follow. But it's also important to then stress test those assets and to make sure that there's lots of headroom for any issue that might arise. Some people accuse me of being a sandbagger. Uh, and I would take that title proudly if, in fact, that's what someone wanted to call conservative underwriting. But as I said, nobody forecasted a global pandemic and an intentional shutdown of the US economy uh, or the fact that we would have millions and millions and millions of uh, citizens that would be infected. Uh, and unfortunately, that we'd have such a substantial um, toll that it would have taken on the country. And yet, through all of that, what we see, and this is true for all of the assets across the industry in the multifamily space, all the ones that we have access to, the averages, if you will, for all that, but, and more so, fortunately, for ours, um, tenants are paying rent. Again, uh, priorities. I, I need and want a good, safe home for myself and my family. And while some jurisdictions and some properties, by virtue of how they're structured, have been restricted in terms of processing evictions, tenants, no tenant wants to be in a position where they're not getting evicted because they're not being allowed to be evicted because that simply forestalls the inevitable. And no one wants to go through that process. So tenants are paying rent. And 
The tenants that aren't paying rent, and again, a vast majority are paying rent on time or within a very short period of time of its due date. The few that aren't able to are working with us, and we're having success helping them put together a plan that allows them to be comfortable in their home and make arrangements that they can meet to make payments so that they can pay off the balances that they've accrued or are accruing through all of this. And yes, there are a few folks that ultimately are choosing not to participate that way, but it is extraordinarily small. So it's absolutely a time for prudence, and it's a time to really recognize the resilience that multifamily has. It really has performed quite well. Now, beyond, beyond the fact that collections are really in a solid place for the industry, occupancy's up. Now, that's not true in every market and for every asset that's out there. Uh, we've certainly experienced it. And while that's contrary to what you might have thought and certainly contrary to what we thought a few months ago, it actually makes a lot of sense. And part of that is the Goldilocks effect that we believe Class B assets experience. Uh, Class B, if you're a newer listener, Class B assets are, it's the property we'd all go live in if we needed an apartment or that we'd want to see our kids move into. Uh, my son lives in a Class B apartment. Uh, Class C assets, great assets, true values, um, good quality product. They're much more focused on the value-minded, and they're not going to have the features, uh, the garden-style amenities, the space, uh, and the like. They're going to be a little older. The infrastructure is a little older. Um, they're good properties, though. And Class A's? Well, Class A's are really something. Class A's are the kinds of properties that not only do you see maybe in a movie or a TV show when they're in some apartment somewhere, um, you know, infinity pools and concierge service and the like, granite countertops and marble floors and all that wonderful stuff. But they're the kinds of assets that are getting built or have been getting built, because that's really the only place in the market that you can build new assets and get returns. So there's a lot of activity up there in Class A, and the vast majority of tenants in Class A are Class A tenants. They have the financial means, and they've made that choice to do that, and they may not be affected terribly by everything that's going on. But we all know somebody that lives in a Class A property that probably really doesn't belong there or shouldn't be in putting their money into a Class A, right? This is the individual that has a decent job, but you know what? Maybe they don't have quite as much savings in the bank as they need to. Maybe they've overdone it a little bit here and there financially, and they're not as well prepared to weather a storm and personally, they may not be affected by everything that's going on right now, but what they have seen is they've seen friends or family 
get laid off or not be able to work uh, because of illness. Um, maybe they're concerned about their own job or just thinking that, you know what, maybe now's the time for me to tighten up a little bit. And so there's a, a movement among a certain amount of Class A tenants into Class B. It's one of the reasons we like Class B, that Goldilocks spot. Because during a downturn, Class A tenants, some of them, will migrate into Class B. And by the way, the flip side is true as well. When we get to a full-blown recovery, and we certainly wish and hope that that happens soon for everyone's benefit, but it'll come when it comes. Again, it's a cycle. When that comes, there'll be some of our Class B tenants that'll move out. And they're going to move out because they went and bought a house, which we're very happy for them that they've done that. And that's going to create room for a family that's living in a Class C that would like to have a safer neighborhood and a better school for their child uh, to go to school. And they're going to move in behind them. So Class Bs get buffered from A's and C's uh, throughout the cycle, right, as we head into a downturn and as we move through a recovery. And we're seeing that. And that's one of the reasons that we're seeing increases and shifts in occupancy at the assets. Now, beyond that, as I said, we stress test our assets. And that was part of the conversation I had with these folks was, I really applaud you being prudent and thoughtful about your decisions. And you need to be completely comfortable with what it is you're going to do with your dollars, in particular with real estate. And this is true not just for us, but any real estate that any of you invest in. Real estate has so many great things going for it. And the catch is that it's not liquid, right? You can invest in a bond or a stock and two days later change your mind and recover a significant amount of your capital. Heck, you might even make a few dollars. If you do that in real estate, the transaction costs alone are going to almost guarantee that you will lose money. And depending upon the kinds of investments that you've made and the tenure of those investments, how long they're termed, uh, you could have some significant losses because it's not very liquid. It costs a lot of money to get out of real estate prior to when it's planned. So you want to be really thoughtful about it. And that's, that's really where these folks were coming from. And so uh, I was very happy to have that conversation with them. Uh, part of what we talked about was the ability we have to stress test our assets. And then the fact that we just like sitting on cash. Uh, we keep a healthy amount of reserves around. Uh, our stress tests to date have performed very well. We haven't had any need to break through those stress test numbers at any of the assets. But you never know what might happen. And nowadays, I think people really understand and appreciate that comment that in the past when you said, well, the future is uncertain. We need to be prepared. I think we all thought uncertain within a certain set of boundaries. Today, when you say, you know, the future is uncertain, I think it really is understood by everyone. It's uncertain. We really don't know what six months from now is going to look like or a year from now. And so to be best prepared for that, we want to be very thoughtful about where we put our investment dollars. And that's not just true for individuals, like the nice couple I was talking to, 
But it's true for firms like Mara Poling, in which we're very thoughtful about the kinds of investments we make. I mentioned at the very beginning here that we've got an acquisition announcement we'll be coming out with soon, and there'll be some information for all of you to participate in, either educationally or uh, possibly if you have interest in participating uh, in that acquisition. Uh, there are good acquisitions out there, and there are opportunities to continue to make investments, and they need to be done prudently. Uh, because prudence is wise. And that's the focus of the conversation I had with those ni nice folks. Uh, it really doesn't matter what they did after we had that conversation. That was not the point of the story today. And I'm sure some of you are interested in, well, what did they do? <laughs> and the answer is they said, great, thank you. That really helps. Uh, we kind of thought that's where we were but we wanted to hear it just one more time. And I was happy to help them. Uh, one of the reasons we exist, Mara Polling and firms like us, is so that we can do the planning and the heavy lifting so that everybody gets to sleep well at night. I want all of you to sleep well at night about your investments. I certainly want all of our clients to sleep well. And I want to sleep well. So does Bill. We, we don't want to be up worrying but we're paid to be the professional warriors during the day and to put the plans together to make sure that we can perform for whatever period of time we have in front of us that's going to be challenging. And so, yes, those folks did decide to come on board, and we're very happy to have them here. And I would have been just as happy had they said, you know what, we're going to wait for a little while because everybody has to get where they're going at their own pace and their own time. So I hope that you have been able to take at least something from that story and apply that level of prudence to your investments that you're managing today. Again, whether it's your own portfolio or if you're thinking about making uh, a multifamily investment with a syndicator. If you have interest in uh, learning more about working with us, as I said, we're going to have an acquisition announcement next week. But if you do have some interest, you're always free to shoot me an email and I'd be happy to start that conversation with you now and get you some materials to, um, to look at. Uh, hopefully, website's up and operational next week. Uh, if, it, if it comes online sooner than that, we'll put out a quick little blurb uh, just letting everybody know that it is there. I thank you for joining us, and I hope that you'll join us again next week for our next episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Poland.